Honey, you're ruining our kid with Charlotte and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. Honey, you're ruining our kid. The parenting podcast. I say that every week. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> Tina is here. I am. She's got the emails locked and loaded. Loads of emails this weekend. Yeah, and I'm really behind because unfortunately we did have a um, a relation pass away and we were away because of that for mm. a few days and um, there's just so much going on. Very tough because you are also got all the chat about mortality then comes yeah. in. We talked about that last week if you missed yeah. that on the show talking about if you know you're experiencing a loss having to talk to your kid about it and then talking about like Mike talking about his, his funeral you're like God yeah it really did bring that question home to me because when you're discussing it and you're trying to draw up a strategy for somebody else and then when you're faced with it yourself yeah. you're like I'm really not enjoying these yeah. questions yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're trying to just bat them all away and answer them as quickly and as nicely as you can and be like let's talk about something else now he said all kinds of mad stuff but mad conversations happen at funerals and around funerals yeah um, there's also an awful lot of relations that need hugs and, you know, is our, does your kid have to hug someone? We're going to talk about that in the juicy Patreon extra stuff. Yeah. That's over on patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad where we answer a couple of extra questions yeah. each week. Dig into some replies that Tina's received from people yeah. who she's previously advised. Shit gets pretty personal over on Patreon. <laughs> I really believe that. That, like in the Irishman abroad interviews, yeah. I always felt that the juiciest stuff was at the end of the mm. interview when everyone's nice and relaxed. Yeah, true. So that's where you want to go. You get bonus episodes and all the rest of it. Proud sponsor, as always, is BuyMe.ie. Mm-hmm. Get yourself the Buy Me app. Yeah. Stick in the offer code Honey Ten. And you'll get 10 quid off your first order. And you can thank us later for that. Yeah, I have to say their app is, I'm really finding it really easy to use and I love it. Like I've boasted about them before, but it was a real pain in the hole not being able to order groceries in Ireland where we live. And now it's amazing because I can do it and I don't have to wait a few days. Do you know who has the worst websites in all of Ireland? I don't think we're allowed to talk. Oh, Hotels. Hotels. <laughs> Hotels. I thought you were going to slag off we're, another supermarket no, or something. No, no, we're not allowed to do that. But we all know who we would slag <laughs> off if we could. Um, so we're trying to book in bits and pieces. You know, yeah. I'm obviously on tour at the moment, uh, round and about the place. So you're trying to find hotels. Mm. Hotels have decided... You get one picture of the room and you can make your decision based on that picture. It's a The picture was taken in 1974. You can choose whether you want the room or not. Also, just getting hotels on the phone is the other thing. Oh, my God. It's so hard. And you know what? You're right. We have, because you've been on tour, we've been, oh, that's my stomach. (laughs) We've been, you know, going around Ireland and staying in different hotels. The website experience is always a nightmare. Then the in-person experience has been amazing. Like we stayed in, mm-hmm. where were we in Cork? The, the Emmet Impe- Hotel in no. Clannacilty, the oh, absolute that greatest hotel of all time. incredible. That's a boutique uh, like hotel now. Like, let's, let's be clear, these are not fancy hotels. No. Emmet Hotel is a three-star hotel. Yeah, but it's that very is now a boutique. Just like, it's just that full experience where you're like, oh, we get all the charm and all mm. the beauty and all the little touches. But it's still super cheap. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the Imperial when you were playing the Everyman. Charlotte killed at the Everyman. Stop. It was amazing. And also Cork, 
just is fast becoming one of my favourite places. The Metropole Hotel, the hottest hotel in Cork, uh, literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we sweated. I lost weight that night. It's, uh, hot yoga in the bedroom. But the reception you get in that hotel, unbelievable. 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 You nearly now, parked the car. I'm not going to name names, but the last few days we had to stay in a hotel in Mayo, one of my favourite places. Yeah. And because uh, my uncle passed away. And the reception we got in the hotel that we go to a lot was absolutely disgusting. The girl didn't look up. No, didn't look to up. To say hello. She like, was to say hello. Then so Tina told rude her, uh, to she us. said, you've got folios of the, of the leisure facilities. And Tina said, well, we're actually here for a funeral, so we won't be doing that. And she goes, okay, grand. She went, okay, grand. Well, it was just very weird. First of all, the not looking up, I was like. That's just so rude. She kept riding away and doing her own thing and left us waiting for a long time. Yeah, look, everyone's got stuff going on, but, but then, this is your job. Yeah. And then, you know, we had gone for the apartment because Charlotte still had to record. And we know from staying in this hotel, because we go to this hotel a lot, because mm-hmm. it's one of our favorite mm-hmm. places to visit. Not the hotel, but the actual place. Yeah. And um, we knew, OK, it's really hard for Charlotte to record in the room. So let's go for one of the apartments, which are bloody really expensive. OK. And she treated us like we were shitty customers because we were staying in the apartments. Oh, I don't like, know if it was because of that. I feel like it 99% was. 99% of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Yeah. The people that you interact with in your life who are really, really rude to you. It's not about you. Well, yeah, but that it's was... It's not. It's always about what's happening. Don't be a receptionist if you don't want to give no, a reception no, to people I'm when sorry. they enter the hotel. Like, look, you... That's not what it is. What's happening is some stuff's happening in her life. But, Jarda, you and don't... she's brought that I'm to sorry, the front. I'm sorry, you don't it. bring your shit to work with you. You just don't. Mm. I never... You, 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 you bring can. your shit to this podcast every week. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that, that's every what I'm doing right week. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I wish there was a happy ending here. There isn't. She got worse. We went to the apartment. Oh, there is a happy ending. We went to the apartment and uh, I was like, Mikey, get in the shower because he was a mess. And it's freezing. And I'm like, Mikey doesn't have a great record of figuring showers out yeah, it's yeah. like they're really and he's not super resilient when it comes to the cold <laughs> yeah. and I was like it couldn't be that bad and then I was like okay it is so then I had to ring the reception and she was all like well have you turned the boiler on and I was like why would I ever think there's a boiler in yeah, my yeah. room this is not 1965 yeah it's so strange yeah but, uh, anyway, the, the happy really... ending is that mail is so small yeah, that you were able to complain to her neighbours. <laughs> you were my auntie and uncle. Sure that word got back. Word got back, all right. <laughs> Hello, Tina and Jarnath. Well done on the podcast. I found it really helpful and have recommended it to loads and loads of people. Please keep Sound. doing that. You're our favourite. We have no marketing budget. <laughs> you are our favourite You've listener. got to recommend it to people. That's the only way okay. people know about this show. Yeah. Anyway, didn't think I'd be writing to you about myself, but my six and a half year old boy has, in the last few months, been having problems controlling his temper. Okay. He is a lovely six. little boy. I love this. My favourite bit yeah. of every email. Before we get into the yeah. problem I'm having with my kid, he's a great kid. Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. Understood. He is a loveliest little boy most of the time and has always been emotional. He okay. has highs, he has lows. Recently, he's been having tenter, temper tantrums where he could potentially hurt himself or others around him by throwing things and slamming doors. It's like he can't hear or see during these episodes of Red Mist moments. Right. We know those. Okay. So he's getting very angry. Yeah. He okay. usually follows it with, you're the worst mammy ever. 
Oh, that's very tough. You are the worst mammy ever. That's a tough one to hear. That is too tough. And yeah. uh, this is not a problem in school okay. or at other social events. Well, that's brilliant. So it's he's definitely able to control a thing himself. he saves for home. What a nice kid. <laughs> what a lucky mummy. This is a special gift for you, mummy. <laughs> yeah. I've tried being calm, getting down to his level, trying to talk him down, but nothing works so far. It is happening regularly now and I'm struggling to deal with it and end up shouting at him. Look, that's totally understandable. Yeah, totally. Let's be honest, raising your voice, especially if the kid's going to hurt himself. Well, she's frustrated too because it's a change in behaviour and she's like, come on, I'm being nice. Come on, throw me a bone here. Yeah, it's really My dad passed away unexpectedly in the last week. Oh, this poor lady. Oh my God. After a short illness. He had been unwell about six months struggling with dementia so there's been a lot going on with myself at home which probably correlates with his outbursts well she's very wise because of course it does Yeah. yeah i try to talk to him afterwards and explain that we are all worried he could hurt himself or someone else if he does this and he seems to understand that but then it happens again yeah. Any tips would be greatly appreciated. Happy for you guys to use this on the podcast if you want. Thanks in advance. I mean, both wow. the people offer these things up and are like, you can use this on the podcast. There's so many people. You're getting so many emails yeah. around this very same subject. Yeah, I really am. But it's, uh, it's emotional control, isn't it? Well, I've, oh, first I just want to say I'm incredibly sorry for this lady's loss because, you know, that's so hard to lose a parent and I hope she's being kind to herself. Um... Secondly, I think it screams of um, your attention was elsewhere for a while. Mm. And in those moments, what normal behavior wasn't really getting your attention, because this is something we tend to do as parents. If our kids are quiet and being good and we have shit going on, we will just leave them to their own devices. So he starts acting out and all of a sudden he gets mommy's attention. He's doing stuff to harm himself and others and he gets your full attention in these moments whereas any of the good behavior wasn't being acknowledged because you're too busy you were minding your dad he was very very ill and then your dad passed and you didn't have the time so this kid unconscious it's unconsciously has realized when i am bold and i hate that word so sorry for using Mm -hmm. it but when i misbehave I get mommy's full attention Mm -hmm. and she looks at me and i'm there and this is always one of the main reasons kids act out mm, they need to they, they just realize want, they need to dial it up yeah they want some time with their parents they want it and they don't care if you're screaming mm. at them because they get all, a hug they, at the end. all they want is you they just mm. want your eye contact it's more about the eye contact they and in those moments we tend to give a lot of eye contact we are really staring into their souls so he has formed a habit but all habits can be broken And I would suggest, first of all, this family has been through so much that they really need to come together and have a meeting about how it's affected everybody and how seeing granddad like that has affected everybody. Are you going to cry? You look like you're okay. (laughs) You're just so emotional sometimes. I thought you were going to cry there. That's my resting emotional (laughs) face. Sorry, I didn't mean to tease you. Uh, I wasn't teasing. This is desperate. Look, at the end of the day, I was thinking about how... None of us 
are give are, we're all preoccupied feel for this mom like i'm so preoccupied with stuff yeah we are and the things that i would have normally done with our son because of that busy things are yeah you wonder i was immediately wondering is that why he's doing that like we can all reflect and go oh yeah he is doing that a bit and he wasn't doing it when i was doing this with them oh yeah no no they will seek it like the hardest the best piece of advice but the hardest one to implement is to get down and give your kids eye contact when you see them doing something nice and tell them this is amazing i love this but we don't do it mm. because in those moments when they're quiet and they're doing something, we're like, brilliant, I can get on with my own stuff. Yeah. So they will seek out. They will look for it. And when they figure out I get all this attention from this, they will keep doing it. So, so in fast on the good behavior. In fast on the good behavior. Ignore the bad stuff. In fast on the good behavior. Obviously, she can't ignore this right now because he's hurting himself. And she's afraid he's going to hurt others. Mm. But a family meeting about and talk about everything. Because look, what's probably happened here and she doesn't even realize it is she's assuming her six year old can't cope with the realities of what has happened to granddad and her dad and what mommy's going through. But in assuming that he doesn't understand, you're actually pushing him away. And you, whereas he can completely understand, actually on a whole other level that will help you. Children are incredibly philosophical. And just speaking about everything with him will help him feel safer because he will go to fear if he feels left out and he will go to worry about, well, why doesn't mommy talk to me about what has happened? And granddad changed. He saw his granddad change. Like, you know, so I think honesty, big, honest conversation about the whole thing and how it's impacted and how mommy is actually grieving Mm -hmm. and needs her buddies of help. And uh, just a good chat like that. Then rules, some ground rules. Yeah. What he's doing is unacceptable. And he has to know that. So that's just jumping in on that. Right. Like the rules being like that. That's not going to fly. Yeah. Right. I know that that's where a lot of people listening to this will be like, but you just want to say. Absolutely not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes he's just being a bollocks. No, but you have to offer him the respect. You have to come to him with respect yeah, and let him know that, yeah, I was distracted there for a while sure. because your granddad and my time was taken. But now I'm back but and we know, need to me, sort this out. Let me be the person listening to this okay, now yeah, yeah, yeah. who's going, there was no death in our family. Yeah. yeah. There was just, he, our kid has just decided mm-hmm. that now... When we play a board game and it's not going his way, he's yeah. flipping it. Yeah. Which you did. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tina did this as a, a kid. Lot. Flip the board. Yeah. Um, you know, there's we've done a full episode on this. I'm teaching your kid to play well and be a good mm. participant, winner and loser. You're always shaming me. But, but like, <laughs> listen, you want to talk about being, temper? I should stop being so I, honest with you. I punched a hole in the wall in my room. So, you know, I get... That when I was doing that and I was that age, I actually can. I have vivid, vivid childhood memories. Mm. I don't know why, but some people do have really vivid memories of their childhood. Mm. I really, really, really remember it in full technicolor. And when I was freaking out or having my tantrums, Mm. which I really did, um, I didn't feel listened to. Mm. I didn't think I was. It mattered. My opinion mattered. Right. And that might be if you're listening to this going yeah but he's just being a little douchebag like i think that it's a lot of the time it's the youngest kid that does this or the 
the one that you think is okay. Yeah. The one that's n- yeah. we don't need to worry about him. Yeah. And like Tina's saying, get down to his level. It is just code for hear him. Yes. Yeah. Just let your child feel listened to. Definitely. Because when they're getting louder, they're getting louder because they don't feel like you're listening to them. Mm. It sounds like there's a kid outside our window <laughs> banging on the rain going, I want to be heard. If you're picking up that ding, 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 mm. there's a sign being put up outside our door. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's a metaphor for a l- watch the signs. <laughs> yeah. Your kid needs to be heard. Right. So she needs to lay out the ground rules, have the family meeting and explain to the child that we are implementing some new rules in this house and there are going to be expected behaviours and talk about what he has been doing that is upsetting everyone and not just him. It's impacting upon the whole family and we're all going to come together to help change it. And then you just lay out the whole, when you do something that we don't like, you will be giving, given a warning, right? They as a family need to decide, not him, what that will be. So the warning, you come in with the warning and you say, if you keep doing this, there will be a consequence for your behavior. So this is your warning. If you continue, you'll have a consequence. And then they have to be ready to do that achievable consequence with him. Something that will make him sad that he did the behavior and not want to do Mm. it again. Lock him in his room. Oh, darn it. (laughs) But not something that will ruin the whole family's day. Yes. And then they have to be ready to go through with that consequence, which is very scary at the start if your child is exhibiting actual physical aggressive mm-hmm. behavior. So you so kind it's of a, it's a takeaway something. It's a, yeah, you, you won't have keep it small your at the start for and uh, for the rest of the evening. Yeah, keep it small at the start because you want to be able to do it, but you don't want to destroy his world. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be huge. You know, just him knowing they follow through on their consequences is the message you want to get to him. So it doesn't have to be a big deal. It can just be like, I'm sorry, tonight after dinner, you're not getting dessert. Everyone Mm. else is getting dessert and you won't get one. Oh, my God. Oh, would that kill you? you I wouldn't care about that. I mean, if you did that to me now, (laughs) I'd throw a temper (laughs) temper. See, I wouldn't give a shit about that. I don't want stew full after dinner. Like, for certain, I don't know, Tina. Like, I'm inclined to agree, disagree. That's no, too big. My world guys, would. Cave if people in. listening won't know that Jarlot just put his head into his hands. Yeah, but, but, but like, I just think that this is a perfect example yeah. of this mom will know what yeah, that consequence is. This mom is, will know. Yes, if, of course. If that was my parents and they took away my dessert. That would be my world caving in. Yeah, it uh, needs to be something that's not going to create a terrible outburst, mm, but that will but let that he'll feel lost. Yeah, you're laying the foundations for my parents mean what they say, mm. and if your kid knows that you mean what they say, they will stop doing it. Right, and this is where you really got to get together with your partner, mm-hmm. whoever he or she may be, because. The, like as I've learned the hard way. Yeah, well, I have said to Charlotte. If Tina's yeah. been raising two little boys, one <laughs> has a wallet and a car. <laughs> well, I have said, I've actually come heavy down with Charlotte and I have said, come the heavy. Is that the big mm-hmm. I have said to Charlotte, look, you're the weaker parent. He knows that. He knows that daddy just wants me to be happy. He knows that. You would literally do anything for Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you would. So would you. So, uh, yeah, but I also want Mikey to be a, a complete human and happy in himself. So I'm aware that I need to set boundaries with him. And you mm-hmm. are too. You just find it. Re- if he gets sad, 
you get sad. Like when he was a baby, when he cried, Jarlett would cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It felt like it was me crying. Jarlett me. Yeah, you couldn't cope. So I've said to Jarlett, you need to go quiet and just let me deal yeah. with this because he knows daddy's yeah. easy. Yeah, but at the same time, there's still clarity that yeah. I'm with your mother all yeah. the way. That he when he looks that. to me, yeah. that I go, no, your mom's, she's yeah. right. Yeah, we, but I'm just you not don't the say enforcer. your mom, you say this is what we think. Yeah, yeah. this is what we think. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I'm not calling you a weak parent. Tina, I'm just saying that you're. You did easy, say those words. You're light touch. But um, right. Well, I, I think that I'd love to hear back from this person. Yeah, she's going to need more help because he's got physical behavior, and this is not an easy fix. But I'm telling you, you just need to get clear with him that you're going to give him. Don't tell him you're going to give him good attention. But what you have to practice is coming in and, sh- and appreciating things he's doing during the day and getting down to his level and giving eye contact. Ignore the bad behavior as much as you can, but also have the family meeting where you discuss everything that's happened with the daddy, the granddad and how we're all feeling about that. And now we're actually getting on top of this behavior. There are rules in this house now. OK, this throws up another question. I'm going to come straight to it. OK. What about the you're the worst mommy ever? Oh, I mean, this mama's asked this question, the last yeah. question about him shouting this at her. What? This is my own question. When your kid says something really hurtful to you. You say thank you and you don't give it thank anything. Thank you. Yeah, you go. Thank you. And don't give it anything. Mommy, you know, you're really in the worst mood when you're getting your period. Yeah. And it's making all of our lives really difficult. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, see, that's a triggering question yeah. for most females. That's what I'm saying. That, like, your kids can think they can say anything. She's like, Mommy, you know you're really stingy. stingy. Or, Mommy, you know that, like, you're only thinking about yourself there. Oh, my God. This is where... These are all red flags to me. But, like, this is um, also... We're no, veering into my, the kind of teenage kids now where... Teenage kids are monsters. just deliberately hurtful to you. Yeah. That, like, this is my own question. Mikey said to me, I, I told Mikey a story. Oh, God, am I allowed to say Mikey to your face? He said, are the movie rights available to that? <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, the story was, this fella's name was The Crane. And <laughs> I thought it was because... No, Jerry, stop. Don't be He worked story. on cranes. <laughs> and it turned out it was because... It's very long arms. Yeah. And Mikey was like, are the movie rights available to that story? Well, he was right. Yeah, but I laughed. It was, it was I laughed. funny. I do stand by what I just said. If they say something really hurtful to you, either just ignore it completely or confuse them by saying, thank you. Thanks for letting me know. That's your advice. Absolutely. Your advice is that if your kid is in the habit of going really low. Yeah. That just you don't say, give them nothing. that's very hurtful. Um, I would say later, but not at the time. Not at the time. No. Why? Because they're trying to hurt you. They're, 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 when they're teenagers, they're... Why, these kids? Why did we have these kids? <laughs> well, they're trying to hurt you. <laughs> trying to hurt you. It's like the inmates are going to try and reach through the bars. They're going to try and choke you. I'm finding teenagers are just so tricky. We're around, yeah. We were around a lot of teenagers at the weekend. And they're just all yeah. so tricky. Because they think they have it all figured out. And you're like, I don't even have it figured out. I'm 41. Mm. Mm. You definitely don't have it figured out. So stop acting like you have it all figured out. It's really hard. But you won't ever get that through. No. I mean, Mm-mm. even now, yeah. you've a blurred image of what you were when you were a teenager. Mm. When clearly you were an arse. Oh, no, I wasn't. No, you were. No way. You Mm -mm. were. Look, this is that's exactly my point proven. 
I wasn't an arse because I was you too don't sick think to be that an arse. You were an arse. No, I was bedridden no, no, the teenage, whole time. You were the most sarcastic teenager by all accounts. <laughs> Sarcasm, like the lowest form of wit. I, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, Dude, I'm not going to... S- I'm not going to defend teenage me. <laughs> I'm. My point is, yeah. when you're advising that mom on not reacting in the moment, I think that might be the hardest thing to do as a parent. Oh, it is. It is definitely the hardest thing to do. And you need giving to... Giving birth is easier than not reacting to some of the shit they're going to say to you. I don't think a man ever gets to I, say giving birth is easy. I was tr- <laughs> deliberately trying to say a triggering thing. Yeah. <laughs> to see if you would react in the moment. Okay. <laughs> So I'm not going to be good at this. But, um, you yeah, know, my advice is to, you know, be like, say nothing or go. Thanks. Thanks. Good to know. And then later on, talk to them when they're in a nice place. Right. So well, this is fully the, we need to have a section of the show where I just ask a question <laughs> that isn't an email, because I think I'm on something here that a lot of folks are having difficulty mm-hmm. with, where it's like you're telling your kid, no, you can't have a PlayStation 5. Yeah. And they're just go, yeah, you're ruining my life. You know, and we've all. That's, I think that reaction is easy. The hard reaction is when they go, okay, so um, I'm getting all my grades are great at school. I do everything you tell me and you're still telling me I can't have that. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough. Because then you're you're dealing with, you know, a child who's worked out your you know, how you work, how your fairness, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they're going after the equality yeah. and justice line. Yeah. And that like that is a thing I think we'll have to come back to mm. because really when they're pushing your buttons like that, I mean, you do have crazy thoughts. Yeah, like we try to go to laughter. You helped me with that. Yeah. We try and, but like, I mean, we're very lucky. I mean, so far, so good. Cross our fingers and toes. No, not so far, so good. No, there's, of course, there's moments where he says something deliberately designed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just but that's to piss typical. You off. That's typical. But that's child. all. Of them. Yeah. It's like, it's not so far, so good. They're mm. all at it. Yeah. And not reacting, I'm not sure that's the right answer. If he says something like, um, it all you know, mommy, I depends. really think I'm getting to know the real you. Okay, well, that would be a really horrible thing for a child to say. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying. Well, but you can do diffuse- you and not in that moment go, okay, pause right there. You not get to speak to your mother that way. You were saying later on. It okay. It's it, it does all depend. I mean, if they're just if they're anger, if they're angry. And they're just shouting mm-hmm. abuse at you. You're not going to reach them. Mm-hmm. So better to ignore them then and come back later when they're calmer gotcha. and talk to them. And if but just if it's just they're li- being a horrid. little dick yeah. or a bit bitchy, you can be like, you don't get to talk to me like that. And then ignore them. But you have to maintain the power because mm. the minute you go to their level, yeah. you're in okay. there. You're a teenager okay. again. Gotcha. Okay. Super answered. Let's get straight to <laughs> real question number two. <laughs> My daughter is three and is going through an incredibly clingy stage. She screams the place down if anyone else tries to do anything with her. My oh husband God. tries to help take over, but I end up doing everything because she's just too upset. She won't even let my husband pass her an ice cream. It has to be 
Mommy. When I'm not around, she's generally fine with everyone else and is happy for Daddy to read her a story, put her to bed. But if I'm in the room, she won't let people do anything for her, except me. Any advice, greatly appreciated. Oh, that's tough one. That's really tough. That is really tough. Exhausting for the mummy. And exhausting for the little girl, let's be honest. Something has happened. That they need to figure out. What do you mean? Well, a worry has creeped into her. Anytime I've seen this, parents have come to me. It's very common. All of a sudden, their child becomes really clingy. They don't know why, but the child has either seen something or watched something. And now they're worrying that mummy's gone. Or mummy went away for a weekend and didn't prepare the child enough that mummy was going away for a few days. Or is it possible that just she's been baking this kid up too much? And that she's been doing everything for the kid and that she hasn't had the help that she needed all the way along and that it's always been kid on her hip. Well, that is possible. But it, it, like, you think there's an actual there's always incident? A, there's always a reason for a child being clingy. Either that they, you haven't, most of the time, like I see in nursery all the time, the parents have not prepared their child enough for the events that are about to happen in their lives. And we get clingy kids in who starting school because they get dropped off and they think they're abandoned. They, they have no idea that <laughs> the parents haven't said to them, we're coming back. Very tough. So I would suggest straight away that you go out and buy the book Owl Babies. It's incredible. And it just, you read it on repeat. Owl it's a, Babies. Owl Babies. Do you remember? It. I, like it sounds like you're saying like an owl flat yeah owled babies <laughs> owl. which, which actually is a great idea for a kid's book <laughs> that would be very old babies he's but a baby but he's 49 years 49 not that old owl babies is gorgeous owl, they're actually twit woo owls yeah because there's those three little owls and they wake up during the night and their mommy is gone mm-hmm. and every time you read this with children they every time it's like it's the first time because they're so in it because it's something they worry about all yeah, the time yeah 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 and it's like well where is mommy you know and then mommy comes back at the end and she swoops down and they're all percy and they, they jump up and down on their twig and then the mommy explains to them mommy always comes back and saying to your children mommy always comes back daddy always comes back is actually really important thing mm. to tell them because they don't presume that mm. when you drop them off occurring sentence. they 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 don't presume that they are little worriers who worry in their own way mm. so i would definitely encourage this mom to start the dialogue straight away of over prepare your child for wherever you're going always tell your child of course mommy will come back aid that with the l baby book which I love. But Tina, it sounds like that's not the problem. It How do you like, know? It does sound like that. No. that's the problem. <laughs> well, the email says that when I'm gone, she's fine. But with that's other people. every child. But that, that's different because what you're describing is the kid goes bananas when mommy's gone, terrified that she's not coming back. But the kid is fine when mommy's no, gone. No. It's just when well, mommy's in the room. Well, then I'm not explaining myself right because that is very normal. The kid will always cope when their mom's not around. We know that, but it's then when the mummy's back, they're so they they don't want the her not being around to happen again. Oh. So they'll be really clingy and not let her out of her sight. Mm. They are coping; they're just not enjoying yeah. it because they're like, well, maybe if I don't let her leave me, she won't okay. get to go. So it so is about, about conversation. Cream, what do you mean about the ice cream? Well, Daddy can't even hand her an ice cream when Mummy's there. Yeah, well, that how that, do you how do you do that? <laughs> It is, I feel like it's just more about, there needs to be more dialogue with this child. There needs to be more like, do you want an ice cream? 
Yes. Well, then daddy's giving you the ice cream. Right. No, I want it from mommy. Do you want the ice cream? Daddy's giving it to you. And if you don't, if you're not going to take it from daddy, daddy's going to put the ice cream back. She can't just be demanding like that. Tina do this. This is the funny thing. Some of the things you say on the show, I'm like, yeah, I watched you do that one (laughs) uh, where kids being unreasonable. Yeah, you do. But Tina, you're you talk to kids way more than I've ever seen anyone talk to kids. And I always think about I was in the office and listen, I was trying to write (laughs) and Mikey couldn't talk. He was still in the pram. And all I heard was the jibber jabber. Is that the right word of you talking to him nonstop? Yeah. Right, Mikey, we're going to go in here now when he was in the pram. And I was like, oh, my God. But he could talk because he could gesture. Like people forget children can always communicate. Sure. But this is the point that blows my mind every day. Brian Dowling, and I don't know his partner's name. I feel bad now. But they have a little girl, right? Their baby. That child is thriving. I watch the videos. I'm completely addicted to watching the videos because what they're showing is a social experiment of if you give your child loads of attention and loads of dialogue and you're talking to your child constantly, their child is like flying it because they never mm. stop talking to their child. And I really want to meet them and say, you guys are killing it as parents. This is worth watching. Like yeah. I've watched these videos. Because I, <laughs> I make Because I make them. I'm like, look, look at the no baby I have no choice. Now. I'll be driving and one of these videos will appear in front of my eyes. But they, are, up the they phone. don't even but, know what the, what what they're doing is. Their, their baby's brain is developing so fast because they never, ever, ever mm. stop talking to their so child. So we don't tend to go... Uh, like you've the now and next thing has been you know kind of the center of yeah, these episodes yeah now and next but, you're right good for reminding me about yeah, that but like you it's that kind of approach they're well able to understand that yeah you what you don't want to happen to your child especially when they're three is for them to be out of control on power like you know completely drunk, drunk on power yeah and this child is drunk on power doesn't mean to be but they know that they can control mommy while mommy's here uh, if I scream a lot, but you just have to take the time to be like, you know, he's giving you an ice cream now. Yeah. Then I'll be yeah. taking you outside. Mommy is here. Daddy and yeah. mommy actually has to feed the dialogue of isn't daddy great? Daddy's amazing because this kid actually needs reassurance about all this stuff. When daddy's here, isn't it so much fun? I love having daddy here. Daddy's going to go get you the ice cream. All this stuff matters. Like, aren't the, isn't this place great? I love coming here. I love to hear when you're here without me. Next time you go with daddy, will you tell me all about it? Brilliant. Like all this stuff matters. All of it matters. But I agree it's really hard. And when you're in those moments and you're exhausted, like this is a tired mommy. Yeah. But like, it's just about more conversation, more telling the child more stuff. Yeah, this is happening now. Yeah. Than this is happening. And it's also about patience and not hurrying. Like you say, like if a child ever pulls that stuff on me, like shoes is a good one. Refusing to put your shoes on. And then you just sit down with the child and you say things like, do you want to go outside? Yeah. Then you need to put your shoes on and then just waiting. And then the child will sit there or get up and you'll go, where are you going? And they'll go outside. Oh, you want to go outside? Then you need to put your shoes on. (laughs) And it's just waiting for them to realize, okay, I'm not actually going to get to do anything until I do what I'm told. And when they do it, you go, I'm so happy you put your shoes on. Let's go. (laughs) You don't go, how dare you waste my time like that? You just take the win, celebrate it. And next time you won't hopefully have the battle. 
I have an eight-year-old stepson who stays with us every other weekend. His mother lets him do whatever he wants. But when he's with us, he has chores and rules to follow, which works pretty good. I'm not sure if I expect too much from an eight-year-old, but he keeps missing the bowl when he pisses all over the toilet seat and on the floor. (laughs) Like every man. Ever. Mm, not every man. <laughs> we just moved into a house where he has his own bathroom for which he is responsible. That's cool. Responsibilities. Okay. I don't expect him to scrub the toilet or mop the floor, but I expect him to clean up after himself and not leave a mess. How do I get to him? How do I get him to A, aim in the toilet, B, clean up if he misses? Mm. Telling him... To sit down uh, doesn't work because we can't follow him into the bathroom every single time. And he doesn't get pocket money, so we can't take that away from We've tried it with snacks before. He simply is willing to settle for less. He's like, fine, I guess less Mm. snacks for me. Any tips would be greatly appreciated. First thoughts, Tina. Well, first thoughts are, um, I always worry when it's a stepchild. Because I'm aware that they don't get to go to this house that no. often. Yeah. And you don't want it to be somewhere they don't want to go because mm. having that relationship with his dad and his stepmom is super important. And he needs to feel welcome yeah. in both houses. I get it's very frustrating for this stepmom. She's saying he gets to do whatever the want he wants at home, but she doesn't know that for sure. Mm. But even if it's less, even if it's yeah. less that there's always going to be one place with less rules. And I I absolutely agree. There should be boundaries and there should be rules. But you got to be careful. Are you putting too many demands on this kid? Of course, the toileting thing, just for me. Of course, the we should be going in the toilet. she is being careful. That is super frustrating. And what can we do? I think you have a cool idea about what boys can do. Yeah, well, I think there's two things going on here, right? One is that it would seem that it's the exception rather than the rule. That boys and men, hmm. we all over the place and don't give two shits about it. Yeah. Um, I've been in so many men's toilets all over the globe and it is not a priority for the majority of men to not leave a mess. Now, what that you're trying to do is, so is absolutely disgusting yeah. and I'm glad that I'm in the minority. Yeah. But what you're trying to do, and this is the center of our show, yeah. is you're going, holy shit. Is this who I'm raising? Yeah. Is this who my child yeah, is? Of course. Oh my God, Why does is he not my care? child. But it's the same on all of these questions yeah. that we have where people are like, he snatches things from my hand. Yeah. You know, he doesn't say please and thank you. He is calling me a horrible mummy. Yeah. I'm, 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 is my child a lost cause? Yeah. And you're panicking. Yes. Right? You're panicking. And also, this lady He's a toilet likes her seat house to weird. be very tidy and clean. Well, yeah. So this would be very annoying. Sure. Right. Get on to Amazon.co.uk right away. I have no idea how I know that these things exist, (laughs) but they do. They are stickers that you put into your toilet with a target on it. That's actually, that's a brilliant idea, Jerry. And it's a big business. You can get Donald Trump once. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a brilliant idea because you're asking him to become conscious. And you're not coming the heavy. You're saying, here's some fun. Yeah. So drop it. Drop asking him to do it, I'd say, yeah. and just go and install this and just put the sticker in. Yeah. It's like you're being fun in his room and let's see how that goes. And let's hear back 
how that goes. I, I like, think outside go ahead. Sorry, I like that idea because what you're what you're doing unconsciously is the child is thinking about when they're weighing, where mm-hmm. they're weighing. Yeah. And they're also noticing something that maybe they're just not noticing earlier mm. that they'll see the wee go out and they'll go, oh, shit, I better clean that up. Mm. There's, like, know? honestly, I think grown men can do with these targets oh, as well. God. Remember we were at that restaurant a few weeks ago and you went to the toilet and you came back and you were like, none of the men in the toilet washed their hands after weighing. And oh, I was like, no, I'm like, this is a fancy restaurant. It's like, when are they going to learn? That's the number one reason everyone forgets this. COVID spread so fast in the first place. Mm, I thought it was airborne. Men not washing their hands. Number one reason. Look at up. Look at up. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> she, she looked out the window as she said, that's Look it. Look it up. Look, uh, the chores thing, Tina, you have a really good point here because we've had this on the show mm. before and there's an episode that uh, where a mom, a stepmom mom, yeah. was trying to put the kids to sleep but in the other house, they put them to sleep using iPads and phones. Yeah, very So she tough. was total bad guy mm. for saying, in this house, we don't use phones to go to sleep because that's crazy. Yeah, and also so <laughs> and just not good for their health. But, but like, you're expressing a concern over, uh, is it too much to have chores for an eight-year-old? When I just think, no, I think that this mom does sound reasonable. She probably is house proud in her new place. Mm. But at the same time, I regret not giving Mikey more chores all the time. I'm not saying he can't have chores. I'm saying be careful if this child's only in your house twice a month. Be careful that you're not getting Mm. too distracted. Well, you're also good at making the chores fun. Yeah, like kids actually do enjoy they like helping jobs. out. Yeah, yeah. They do. So maybe that's the steer that you could give her. How does she make the chores if the chores are becoming a, a, a bone of contention? Yeah. How do you make them contributory things that the kid is like, I'm a big guy. I'm yeah. really helping out around eight now. Eight-year-old, eight's still a great age. They're still very babyish and lovely and childlike. I have to say, I have a little bit of a worry in just that, you know, he he's getting punished for missing the bowl. Like, we have to be careful. We have to stand back and think, look, I don't like generalizing about boys, but sometimes boys are a little bit... Laissez-faire. Laissez-faire about stuff. And maybe just don't notice stuff that a girl would. Mm. And I really don't like those generalizations, but, you know, I've seen it a lot. And there's every chance he's just not seeing what you're seeing. So mm. this target thing you're saying is great. Mm. But the idea that you would insist that he sits down on the toilet. I mean, he's mm. eight years old. He's got a penis. Yeah, but she said she's not doing that. Yeah, but, but I, she says she's not doing it because she, she can't, can't follow, follow him in. in. But, but like, like I said, there's two things going on here. You basically want this young lad to take some pride. Yeah, of course. That's, a, that's it. Yeah, and and uh, we all want that. We all want that. But just be careful how you're going about it because you shouldn't really be punishing kids for like... If you're punishing them for missing the wee going in the toilet, what else? Where where do you, does it stop? We've had a big week here in the Regan house around principles. Mm. And it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. And I think that that's where the issue is with this yeah. mom. It's like, you come to my house once in a while. Yeah. I roll out the red carpet for you. We hope. And what, how do you repay me? By pissing all over my new bathroom. Yeah. Well, you just, and I then being know. an arse about cleaning it up. I know we're super, super careful never to be judgy. But I do get an air of 
and we've given you your own bathroom <laughs> and you're still yeah. weeing on the floor. Yeah, but we all do that where you're like, yeah, any idea how hard yeah. I worked for this house? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, look, we all do it. I'm just... And you're talking to an eight-year-old who is probably enjoying the hose that is attached to his body. Yeah, you're also talking to an eight-year-old who the has target. had his parents separate exactly. and has now right. got two, but three this is parental why I know, roles. I don't think the target is the silver bullet for all mm. of the problems. Yeah. But I do think that it is like a Tina solution in that you're harnessing some element of fun yeah. in the thing. And you're near. it's nearly a redirect, isn't it? Yes. That you're going, well, you're giving for, him forget about this, just... There's your target. Hit it. Yeah. And you're <laughs> giving it. him the opportunity <laughs> to, to notice. Yeah. Oh, shit. My wee wee came out. I better clean that up. That's gross. Yeah. You're giving him the opportunity for it to come from him. And look, that's what we want from our kids. I bloody love if our little lad would stuff would come from him a bit more. I'm forever saying, Mikey, I don't want to micromanage you. No. This is not fun for me. I don't like micromanaging oh, you. I know. I hear that. I routine it. But look, look every let's minute. Do, to finish this one out. Are you happy with my target practice? No. What? <laughs> You're a terrible. You're a terrible well, person. I, mine is mainly splashback. Ugh. Like, I can't help that. You can this wipe it down. incredibly powerful hose. I just don't know what happens in massive. your head of our bathroom, right? She doesn't even take into account that I just said there, really, <laughs> being a huge... Because I think you just... <laughs> You just think, it, uh, yes, my wee-wee splash off the back of the uh, seat there, but uh, someone else will clean it. That's the flush that's doing that. Dude. Dude. We did have a moment, right? We did have a moment once where Tina came storming out of you. You wait on the seat. Now I sat in it. And I was like, I did not do that. I contended that I didn't. Yeah, this is how she is in arguments. Yep. And mm. I, the reason why I would have gone into a court of law and sworn on the Bible that I didn't <laughs> was because... I pride myself on mm. wiping absolutely everything down. And what I emerged, what emerged the next day was whatever blockage or situation was happening with the flush in our toilet was that the flush was going up onto the seat mm. and was actually splashing the floor too. Which is disgusting. Which is equally as disgusting. Maybe something to look at here too. Mm. I t- one yeah, other thought true, I had on this was true. that this, have you had this kid's eyes tested? Because mm. if he can't see it, can we blame him for it? Now, that, I'm just throwing that in there. I am saying that I was not as good as hitting the target <laughs> before I got my eyes lasered. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, I do. I, I don't want to be saying like I'm not on this mom's side. I'm, I am. You're always on their side. I just feel like, lady, you got to be careful yeah. because this kid is. is only getting to Walking be in your house line. twice mm. a month. And if you're not careful... He's not going to want, he's getting yeah. older all the time. He's going to mm-hmm. say no soon. Yeah, yeah. So be careful. 11 is on the I way. I get that the toileting thing, yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. He shouldn't be weighing all over the floor. But just don't make his whole time as your house, him cleaning your house. He's not your slave. He's a kid. Well, we'll hear back from this person. I've no doubt about I, it. I've no and doubt we the, will. She's not going to like that. These, these <laughs> stickers are only uh, like five quid on Amazon. I'd love to hear how they get on. And of course, if you come over to patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad, you will hear how how it goes in, in future weeks. That's where we talk through the rest of what we're doing. Uh, the uh, other There's bonus questions over there. 
and that's uh, where we're going to go to now uh, for the final part of the show but for the rest of you on the free platform thank you for downloading Honey, thank you so much for listening in and getting in touch we're getting the nicest emails from people just saying they love the podcast and they tell everyone about it and we're out and about and people are coming up saying they love, love our podcast absolutely love it and it is so incredibly kind when that happens and we're really grateful because we love making the podcast Tina and I will be in uh, Galway this week we're going to Galway for the Town Hall Theatre is where my yeah. tour is on this sold out, baby. Thursday sold out so if you're there make sure to say hello please yeah and there's definitely. loads more tour dates being added on jigzer.com shout out to buyme.ie our, par- our partner and uh, the, yeah. the uh, you might even get those toilet stickers on buy me <laughs> if you will because they're linked up with woodies and everything the offer code is honey10 to get 10 euros off your first order thank you Tina thank you Jared. you're the best honey you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina a go loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by buy me the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour don't forget, use code HONEY10 for €10 Euro off your first order. T's and C's apply.